I'm Evan Knappen, and welcome to Gun Lawyer. You know, lately, this has been so crazy. I've had multiple cases of law-abiding citizens just being turned into criminals. I mean, one case is more outrageous after another. And I want to review with you these cases because it illustrates really just how out of control New Jersey is and the kind of damage that gets done. It's, 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 it's just disturbing. So one of my cases right now, it, it involves a guy who's charged with, a, with 11 counts of possessing rifles and shotguns in his home. Now, what's significant about this is that uh, you're allowed to possess rifles and shotguns in your home. As a matter of fact, what they are are BB guns and some honey shotguns. And he's 11 counts. He's facing over 50 years in state's prison for doing nothing wrong. Nothing. He is in his home. He's in his home. And his guns are in his home. And let me let me be clear. New Jersey has this thing called a firearms ID card, which maybe you're aware of. And, and that's for long arms. And it, in the law, it says if you possess a rifle or shotgun without having first obtained a firearms ID card, then that's a problem. Except there's an exemption to that very law where it says you don't need a firearms ID card, in so many words, if you possess firearms in your home or at your place of business or at the target range, or while hunting, you know, given the parameters. And that's called the exemptions. And so there's a home possession exemption, right? Doesn't matter whether you have a license or not, you're exempt in your home. And here, it doesn't seem to matter, because we're going to charge him with every gun in his gun safe that was a long arm in his home, and... This goes forward to the degree that today, today, I'm in court on this, on a, on a predisposition conference in court, and the judge says to the prosecutor, uh, you know, what are we doing on this? You know, it's just a early, before, the case hasn't been indicted yet, it's early on, what are we doing on this? And the prosecutor said, oh, uh, we, we're withdrawing out of the uh, EDC and we're just going straight to grand jury to seek indictment. And I'm like, you know, WTF. I say, what I didn't say that to the judge, but what I said, judge is a counselor, uh, Mr. W, you have anything? Yes, there's something like that, judge. What I'd like to add here, judge, is that my client is innocent as a matter of law. Imagine that. Because the prohibitions, all 11 counts are NJS 2C395C, and they're all exempt for possession in home under NJS 2C39-6E. Straight out exempt. And the state here shouldn't be moving for indictment. They should be dismissing these charges and apologizing to my client for even bringing them. Oh, oh, what do you mean? Yeah. Oh, okay, well, do you have discovery? No, I don't have discovery. Well, you're talking to the problem. We'll put it on. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. Here we go. I'm still, believe me, I'm happy to talk to the prosecutor. Yeah, give me the discovery. But I can tell you right now that these 11 counts are absolutely not valid charges in New Jersey. And even, even more so, which is even more disturbing, too, is 
This is the heart of the Heller McDonald decision. It's the heart of it. Uh, when you read Heller, the seminal landmark case on you know establishing the individual right to keep and bear arms, the key takeaway from Heller is that it's an individual right, and it without question pr protects your right to possess a firearm in your home. Now, there is debate about whether Heller and the Second Amendment protects your right to carry a gun outside the home, but it's not even disputed. It's not even a question anymore that you have a constitutional right, individual right to possess firearms in your home. So this is flying directly in the face of the Second Amendment and the Supreme Court ruling considering the Second Amendment, and it is completely ignoring the exemption in New Jersey law and now forcing this client to have to pay me to go through this judicial process of all the stress, anxiety, waste of time for something that he is not guilty of on its face right away. Prima facie not guilty. Now this, you know, you hear this, and if you're not from New Jersey, you're like, what? Are you kidding me? Is that really how it works? This must be a, there must be more to it. There isn't more to it. Or you're thinking, hey, you know what? This, uh, this must just be a one-off kind of a deal. You know, it's a one-off. Well, let me tell you, folks, it ain't no one-off. This is routine. This is what happens if you ever let your state enact all these idiotic gun laws and then don't even understand it themselves and let law enforcement essentially go wild and make the charges and let the courts and the prosecutors sort them out because that's what's going on here. So, I'm sorry, this is ridiculous, you know? It's ridiculous. And what we have to do now is stand up to these things. And a matter of fact, this fellow, you can help him out. He's got to go fund me. You can call him Uncle John, but it's the John uh, Marigolata case. And you can Google it, and you can go to GoFundMe on Uncle John, and you can see. And I'm representing him on this. And, you know, this is just... This is one of what has been, you know, a series recently. I mean, I've always had cases that did things like this. But just recently, there's these ones that have come down, like one after another after another. This includes another case I have where my client, I wasn't representing him, but he pled guilty, pled guilty now, to possession of a handgun in his home again he's freaking exempt again njs 2c396e possession in home regardless okay notwithstanding any the prohibition under the other law you can keep and carry a firearm in your home rifle shotgun handgun this guy pled guilty He's about to be sentenced. He's looking at up to 10 years in state's prison. But regardless, there's a minimum mandatory on this. And the minimum mandatory, my friends, 
Three and a half years. The judge has no discretion. Well, the prosecutor was so generous here. They did a grace waiver. So not only is he going to be a felon, but they're so nice that they're going to lower the minimum mandatory to only one year in state's prison. One year will you do every day of the sentence in state's prison before you even get a chance of getting paroled out for possessing a handgun in his home. An outrage that's now gone to the point of the ineffective assistance of counsel to getting him pleading guilty. Because in New Jersey, in order to be guilty, to plead guilty, you got to be guilty, which means he had to put a factual basis on the record that's explained why he's guilty. I read this factual basis. The factual basis went like this. Uh, sir, did you possess, uh, uh, were you in the county of uh, whatever the county? Yes, I was in the county. Did you possess a handgun in this county at this time? Uh, yes, I did. Did you uh, have a carry license? Uh, no, no, I didn't. And the handgun is a forty-five. Yes. Okay, that's it. Boom. Nothing about, oh, it was in your home? Oh, that little factor? Oh, and it was the exemption? You know, oh, no, we just, we'll just ignore all that. Because he's saying he doesn't have a carry permit in New Jersey. Well, that's just about what 99.9999% of everybody in New Jersey that has a handgun, they don't have a carry permit. Considering there's less than 600 civilian carries in the whole state. So how does anybody possess a handgun in New Jersey? Oh, by way of these things called exemptions. And what are those exemptions again? Possession in your home. Possession in your place of business. Possession going to the target range. Possession while hunting. Oh, and what happens there? Ignored. No, no, no. Simple judge, simple factual basis. He possessed a handgun. He didn't have a carry. Boom, you're guilty. We accept your plea. And now you're going to get sentenced, and you're looking at at least a one-year minimum mandatory. Insanity. Insanity. This is what is going on. And you say, well, maybe this is a two-off, right? Maybe it's just a two-off now, right? No, no, sorry to say, it's not a two-off. It's not a two-off. Because I have yet another case. And in this case, my client possessed what we're calling these days an other. What's an other? Well, the other is things like the Mossberg shockwave. Maybe you're familiar with it, right? The gun has a 14-inch barrel. It does fire 12-gauge ammunition. But it's not a shotgun because according to the ATF, it's an other since it was not born as a shotgun, therefore it can't be a sawed-off shotgun. And the New Jersey State Police, to their credit, at least initially here, they've said, hey, since the feds say it's okay, we say it's okay. It's been so many words. And you can acquire them lawfully in the state, and just about every gun deal in the state sells these type firearms. And what does my client have? My client has a variation of it made by Charles Daly. I believe it's called a honcho. And, you know, but it's the same thing. Pump shotgun, 14-inch barrel, et cetera, falls under the category of other. And what's the charge? Possession of a sawed-off shotgun. Well, the point is it's not a sawed-off shotgun. Because do you think the state police just sanction sale of sawed-off shotguns? No. They allow the others to be sold. And so do the feds. Now, maybe they're wrong in allowing this. Say that's a whole other issue. But it doesn't matter. The state police have officially put out 
And dealers all through the state sell these guns of that type. And yet here is someone being prosecuted, looking at up to at least five years of state's prison for possessing a gun that is declared legal by the state, by the government. Again, now through the process, having to move to get it knocked out, nobody on the other side seems to understand what a gun law means, how this gets interpreted, what the standard in the industry, how these are sold and why. No, they're all clueless. It's insanity. And yet, what's happening? Good people are suffering. They're suffering. And they're having their... their, 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 their just think of the stress. Think of the, the, the just the aggravation and just, you know, loss of sleep, worrying about, am I going to end up in state prison over this when I did nothing wrong? And by the way, all this has so much to do with fighting crime. Oh, my God, criminals are just running scared out of New Jersey. No, it doesn't do crap about crime. But it sure turns a lot of law-abiding citizens into criminals. Let me tell you, when we come back from the break, I'm going to tell you about another even more outrageous law-abiding citizen. You'll see that this is never-ending and things you need to do to protect yourself. For over 30 years, attorney Evan Knappen has seen what rotten laws do to good people. That's why he's dedicated his life to fighting for the rights of America's gun owners. A fearsome courtroom litigator fighting for rights, justice, and freedom. An unrelenting gun rights spokesman tearing away at anti-gun propaganda to expose the truth. Author of six best-selling books on gun rights, including Knappen on Gun Law. A bright orange gun law Bible that sits atop the desk of virtually every lawyer, police chief, firearms dealer, and savvy gun owner. That's what made Evan Knappen America's gun lawyer. Gun laws are designed to make you a criminal. Don't become the innocent victim of a vicious anti-gun legal system. This is the guy you want on your side. Keep his name and number in your wallet and hope you never have to use it. But if you live, work, or travel with a firearm, the deck is already stacked against you. You can find him on the web at evannappen.com or follow the link on the Gun Lawyer resource page. Evan Knappen, America's Gun Lawyer. You're listening to Gun Lawyer with attorney Evan Knappen. Available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I am. Hey, you know, I love I love my EDC carry rig. I really do. And this is because my good friend Mitch Rosen made it. And I'm I'm talking about his product because I believe in them. He hasn't paid me to do this, nothing like that. I mean it, folks. You carry a gun, you need to check out Mitch Rosen's extraordinary leather. It is extraordinary. And it, it, it's just a pleasure. I mean, I'm spoiled rotten. There's no other rig I want to I want to carry because the way every holster he makes is made to the gun, and it holds it without even a keeper strap, and then you can draw it and you can put it back, and it's just wonderful. And it's important when you get the holster that you have the belt made because these are strong, sturdy belts, 
and the belt with the holster combo is the rig. And, man, it just carries like a dream. And it is top-notch, top-notch. I can't say enough good about it, and I love talking about it because it really means a lot to me. I'm telling you, really, for a personal, absolute recommendation, check out Mitch Rosen's gun leather, you know, MitchRosen.com. You will not be disappointed. You'll see why myself and so many others rave about this product. It really is. It's fantastic. But um, uh, I, I do have a letter that I'd like to read to you. And um, here's a letter. And what was uh, sent to me, I think you'll find very interesting. Uh, this is uh, from uh, Dave. And what Dave says uh, is something that you may have heard about or even inclinations about. And here's what Dave said. Dave said, you know, my daughter's pediatrician pulled my daughter aside and asked her if I had any guns in the house. And my daughter, not understanding how this this you know, this question was, of course, an invasion of uh, privacy, said yes. And now Dave says, you know, now the pediatrician's calling me constantly, asking me where he can find ammo. Yeah, see, that is a common problem these days, you know, because the ammo shortage is real. So I understand that, and it is a pain in the neck. You know, people know you have guns, and they just think you know where the magic source of ammo is. But uh, it's tough to find ammo these days. That's true. So, uh, by the way, I also want to mention, before I tell you about this other case that's going to knock your socks off, is I really need to help spreading the word here, and I need your help to do it. Um, you need to help keep your fellow gun owners and friends and relatives from becoming what I call law-abiding criminals, the very people that we're talking about here. Tell them to listen to uh, Gun Lawyer Radio. Right? They'll, they'll get educated. They'll, they'll know about the dangers and be much more uh, careful and discreet. Uh, you can visit our website at Gun dot lawyer it's dot lawyer like you know how you have dot coms well i have a dot lawyer and it's very simple it's www.gun.lawyer and uh, what i'd really love is for you to take a look at our inner circle that's on our website if you join the inner circle it's free you're going to get the inside from me evan knappen i'm going to give you tricks and tips insights and fun sign up it's free and we got to maintain this because you know big tech they're against us as I'm sure you know, we're, we're dealing with a wave of censorship. You know, the, the other side, our, 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 our opponents, they're not just out to end Second Amendment rights. They're out to end First Amendment rights. I mean, across the board, they just despise and disrespect our Constitution and not just the Second Amendment. So the purpose behind this is for you and me to be able to continue to communicate as they try to keep making efforts to stop us because you need to know knowledge is key here and you need to know what you're up against and how to fight it we're gonna have big issues coming up right now joe biden's talking about doing an executive order he's trying to trying to pressure him into executive orders right at this moment there's legislation any moment now that's going to be voted on in that in the house you need to be aware and know what's going on there's there's stuff that's coming up that's going to directly affect 
your right to keep and bear arms, your personally owned firearms, your property, and affect your freedom even if you inadvertently uh, end up uh, violating these things. You're going to want to know. So please subscribe to this podcast. I really appreciate all the subscriptions, and and it, it really helps get the word out. Join the inner circle. I'm depending on you to do that. Now, this other case I want to tell you about, this one, you thought those other three were bad, and they are bad. They are bad. But let me also tell you about this case. I got a client recently. Now, he owns a uh, he owns a nice Italian deli in South Jersey, which I love clients that own delis. Let me tell you that. Mm, special advantages there. But he owns his deli. He owns a, a property, you know, and he owns a business. And that exemption we talked about for in the home, you know, you're exempt at your place of business as as well. And so... The reason is you're allowed to have a firearm at your place of business. What to protect yourself and your business, just like you can in your home. And so, if you're the owner of the business, that's an exemption. He owns the property there. That's another exemption. So he's double exempt for his possession. But you see, he's not charged with just unlawful possession of a of a rifle. No, no, he's charged with unlawful possession of an assault firearm. Ooh, scary words, assault firearm. You know, the ante's always coin these terms that they steal and malign and they put to be pejorative terms so this way when you know the jury sees that you're charged with possession of assault firearm ooh, or a ghost gun ooh, you know they make up all these scary words and they and they create law around them so what is this assault firearm that my client has it's a high point carbine oh my god There's one problem with this. It's not an assault firearm under Jersey law. That's right. The high point isn't an assault firearm. It doesn't have more than one offending feature. It doesn't have a threaded muzzle. It doesn't have a flash suppressor. It doesn't have a grenade launcher. Isn't that cute? It means actually one of the features. They list a grenade launcher. It doesn't have a folding stock or a telescoping stock. No, none of that. It's not on the list, and it doesn't meet the criteria. Oh, my God. You mean, in other words, he's not guilty of this. That's right. Not guilty of it at all because you can go right to the gun store now in Jersey, and if they got him in stock, they'll sell you one today. Ah, but that didn't stop them from arresting and charging my client with possession of an assault firearm. Now, what is possession of an assault firearm in Jersey? Oh, that's a second-degree crime. Carries up to 10 years in state's prison. It has a minimum, mandatory, three and a half years, no chance of parole. Back to that jazz with the Graves Act and the minimum mandatory, socking it to law-abiding gun owners. Well, guess what? Even worse in this case, because it's bad enough. He's innocent. He's charged. But get a load of this, folks. He spent three weeks in jail because of New Jersey's bail reform where they can hold you and not let you out if they think you're some kind of danger and a threat to the public. And, of course, we have something so scary as an assault firearm, they allege. Well, how can we have him out of the jail? No, we better hold him because, oh, my God, the danger to the public. (laughs) Three weeks before he could even get out, and he's lucky that he could get out. Because otherwise, they'll hold you, 
hold you until your matter is adjudicated, meaning we finally get to a trial, what, years later? Or you plead out? Well, he's not going to plead to something he's not guilty of, so he's going to sit in jail. Isn't that cute? Yeah, three weeks. And he's lucky there's only three weeks for doing nothing wrong. And that's always the kicker here. All four of just these cases, these recent cases, are law-abiding citizens being put through the shredder of the judicial system for no legitimate reason. No, no, no. It's based on a agenda, a narrative, an anti-gun narrative, agenda, and bias where their hatred of you and me for being gun owners comes into full bloom. And their misunderstanding, maybe even intentional misunderstanding, maybe even intentional misapplication of the laws and the bias that comes out of the lamestream media, it all comes into play here. And the propaganda that's built into the passage of these gun laws, the propaganda and even what they call these things that they're not, you know, the word assault firearm, that's ridiculous. What was the original assault rifle? Well, that was a Nazi development called the Sturmgewehr. And what's a Sturmgewehr? What's the distinguishing features of a true assault rifle? And that is that it is a medium caliber rifle that is full auto and semi-auto. That's right. Fully automatic. And, of course, none of these guns are fully automatic. Assault firearms, so-called, are not fully automatic. They're a pejorative term given by the anti-gunners to semi-automatic firearms. And it was done with intention. And that intention can be traced back to what I call the manifesto, Josh Sugarman's manuscript that he wrote about assault weapons and their accessories back even before Patrick Purdy shot up a schoolyard where he admits in it that this is a great issue for us because the public will be confused between actual military assault firearms and semi-automatic modern sporting arms. Yeah, they knew it from the beginning. It was their plan to create the confusion, and sell the confusion so that they can get at our guns. That's how, that's how these people are. And they have no qualms about turning us into criminals, taking inanimate objects and arbitrarily declaring them illegal. And then if, you're, if it's not illegal because it's not on the list, eh, why worry about that? Arrest them anyway. We'll just call it that and let the court sort it out and let them stew in county jail for a while and uh, ruin life after life with this absurdities. And yet, for those of you listening, and if you hear about any of this stuff in the lamestream media and the legacy media and the newspapers, anything, hear about it? No, you don't, you're never going to hear about it. 
They don't talk about this. They don't talk about the rampant injustice of the gun laws and how bad they need reform and how they focus on the wrong people. No. You know where you hear about it? You hear about it here on Gun Lawyer Radio. And you hear about it here because I'm in the trenches defending these people. And it's just as shocking to me and as sad and disturbing to me as it is to you. And that's why I share these things, because you got to know what we're up against, folks. you got to be vigilant. You have to use discretion. You need to be extra careful in these times as gun owners, because you don't want to be chewed up and spit out by this ridiculous system that is in place with an agenda and a narrative that's looking to devour you to advance their wrongful cause. Hey, this is uh, Evan Knappen reminding you that gun laws don't protect honest citizens from criminals. They protect criminals from honest citizens. Gun Lawyer is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. Reach us by emailing evan at gun.lawyer. The information and opinions in this broadcast do not constitute legal advice. Consult a licensed attorney in your state.